Have you ever seen something something that defies explanation? You are not alone. It is in our dogmatic conviction to document the supernatural. Our team, Joe Martinez, Jonathan Martinez, and Vincent Brunel, will push the limits of technology and science. We may not have all the answers, but they are out there, and we will find them. Thank you for joining Ted Oc- Ted Ted October <laughs> Ted October <laughs> Ted October. <laughs> well, wrong button. I was gonna push that one. We're playing sad music because there's only two of us. There we go. Okay, and scene. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Roll you for em. joining Dead October Paranormal. My name is Job, aka Castle Cage. And once again, here we are with uh, Joseph Bernal. The International Man of Mystery. The National Man of Mystery. Oh, yeah, the National Man of Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jonathan's still, uh, he's still gone. Send to the weather. Um, he's, uh, he's fighting, he's fighting a bug. I don't know what kind of bug, but it's a bug. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of sickness. But he does sound bad. I call him and he's like, like, Jesus, what am I talking to? Somebody in Mordor or is this John? (laughs) Hello? But, uh, yeah, so it's just, it's just a gruesome twosome. (laughs) Let's, uh, let's, let's keep the, the hashtag John get well. Keep sending your get wells to John. Yeah, if you have any, uh, cards or anything, you could send them to John. (laughs) He's, uh, he's hurting pretty bad out there, so. Uh, let's keep them in mind. Keep them in your prayers, and uh, let's uh, let let's let's just show him some love. He needs love. <laughs> He's so deprived of love. <laughs> you are so love. Mrs. Brown was here. She'd yell at us. <laughs> He's spoiled. He gets whatever he wants. <laughs> but yeah, so we were talking about we're working on our fourth season yeah we just got the intro done uh we're watching footage of the it's gonna be what are we gonna name it the lost the lost episode yeah the lost episode we Le- did this episode like two years ago Levita, the lost episode the return to Levita. Uh, yeah, it's hard to believe that that's two years yeah it was 2019 we it was uh it was the um what do you call that the the Black Friday, uh, uh, f- uh, Friday the Thirteenth. There you go. <laughs> Couldn't think of it. It was a Friday the Thirteenth investigation. So it, it was. Um, we're excited about it. We're getting the episode all ready, and pretty much by the next time you, we uh, get on the podcast, it'll be out. I think our next next podcast. Yeah, yeah. Next or one after? I don't know. 
Um, we don't like to put timelines on ourselves. We we take our time yeah. putting stuff together. We don't it, try to. We try not to rush things. I hate rushing things, dude. Sometimes we have to rush because we're we have so much coming and so much yeah. going. But now all I need to focus on. I, yeah. I'm I'm good with just taking my sweet ass time. We got a mount, a mountain <laughs> of evidence that we have to review. We have four investigations. Four investigations that yeah. we we've only watched footage on one of them. So, man, dude, it's a mountain of work. So we have the Windsor, the Windsor Hotel. We have um, the Columbine Levita, Saloon. the um, Columbine Saloon, um, and then we have. Um, Eric's? Uh-huh. Are we releasing that one? I don't know. That one's to be determined. To be continued. And then um, we're in the process of booking other investigations. This is it. With the COVID and everything that's going on, dude, right? it's so hard to, to book anything now. Yeah. And now, now there, people are just taking advantage of COVID and oh we're taking the risk of getting sick so we're gonna double charge you for every fucking little thing here yeah, and there. A couple places we contacted recently they're like fifteen hundred dollars yeah, but you need a minimum of fifteen people hundred dollars. Ridiculous. A if you do that and you're you're a shitty person. You're just stinting the growth of the like, field. Like we're three paranormal investigators who are loner we're loners, bro. Yeah. We're alone. We're on an island. We don't have friends. <laughs> Hence, paranormal investigators. <laughs> we don't know people. We're self-made. <laughs> yeah. I don't have friends. Well, I do have friends, but I don't have like 15 fucking friends that I could be like, hey, dude, you want to drive all the way up to Missouri and then just fucking pay $100 and fucking chill there? That's the stupidest idea ever. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. It's rough. That's insane to ask somebody to do that's that. That's why a place like Wyoming is so welcoming. Dude. <laughs> yeah. It's not that expensive. It's right there. Yeah. And uh, they have you take some of their people along with, but they're they're so nice. Yeah. They don't, they're just, I, it was a good experience up in Wyoming. Like, can you can you name 15 people? That can go on a Tuesday afternoon no. and be like, <laughs> let's head up to Missouri State Penitentiary. Half the people I know would, wouldn't do it because it was $100, and the other half would be like, I don't have the time. Yeah, I don't have the time to do that. Shoot, the three of us barely have the time and the money to go do that. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah, I, you're just if, it, if it's a money grab at that point. If there's one place that you can investigate, no, no money, no... If you can investigate in one place, what would it be? Any place in the world. I would try to, like I was um, talking about in the other podcast, uh, a museum. Like, like this, the Smithsonian? Yeah. Or Graceland. Oh, dude. Graceland's got to be on it. That's got to be on my top. So five. much life and emotions in that one house. That's got to be top five. But would you would you or the White investigate House. the amusement park, or investigate like just the house, the Graceland? Dude, I have dreams, dreams, nightmares about the upstairs. I want to go upstairs so bad. I I dreamt one time that I was Elvis's, um, that I was like Elvis's friend or something, uh-huh. and I was in his blue room. And this is before I even knew what the blue room was. Uh-huh. And like. 
he was uh, talking to Lisa Marie Presley, uh-huh. and she, uh, like, she was saying something, and he was kind of like telling her to back off. And I, I yelled at her. I was like, "You leave him alone. He's the king. He can do whatever the fuck he wants." <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? Just throw his hands he just on stood his there and like looked out the blue curtain, like a, <laughs> like a holy man of, of Almighty, just staring out his beautiful windows, <laughs> his perfectly good looks and handsomeness. Staring at some girl. Please come here. <laughs> See that girl out there. <laughs> pull her to the side you ever talk to Elvis like that ever again I will break your neck <laughs> do you think he referred to himself in the third person that would maybe be the king he called it, I'm sure he called himself the king that'd be kind of irritating to me to yeah, know dude what a, you know what Elvis wants Elvis he, wants a what What did he used to eat the peanut butter and banana sandwich yeah, Elvis wants peanut butter banana sandwich oh, dude, why don't you so, get in there and make Elvis peanut butter you know what dude it was like <laughs> It was a religious experience being in Graceland yeah. and eating a peanut butter and jelly, and not jelly, banana sandwich. Where did you eat one? At the cafeteria. Oh, I didn't know they had those. Yeah, they I, never, have, I didn't they, try it's one. To, it's perfectly toasted on Texas toast with Gee, Texas peanut toast? butter. With peanut butter, and then like um, maybe it was Texas toast. It was really breaded. Ours was. Bread heavy? Yeah, and it was like. Uh, peanut butter and banana toasted like really good you know what dude when we went I don't think we went to the cafeteria I don't remember a cafeteria I remember the front where you buy the tickets well it's it's like a diner and then we went to his airplanes and all that and then uh, next to that is the car museum and then across the street is Graceland the house like we we made the whole trip like Elvis like we went to Tupelo when he saw his his house, his birth house. That's the size of this shed? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little bit longer that way, but it is, the porch is literally probably as big as our porch, of our shed porch. That's funny. And isn't it on stilts? I think so. And then they had like his, uh, his car that his parents had sitting on the side. Uh-huh. And then um, they had like a timeline thing. And a fountain and the museum. There's like a museum of, but we didn't. We were late, so we didn't get to make it to that. We we drove through Tupelo, but we didn't stop. We were going to Florida, like you. Mm-hmm. We were going to Florida, but we went to, um, we went to Panama City, Florida. It, it's completely out of the way. Like it's it's like an hour this way if, uh, if you're driving through Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, but, but we did drive through Tupelo. That, I remember it said the birthplace of Elvis Presley. That was cool. But Graceland, dude, was like the best. I'll never forget Graceland, dude. It was the best mm-hmm. experience. Even to walk on the King's plane. Yeah. And just like to think that he was flying in the air in that plane. Yeah. It's did, like. Did they tell you the story that uh, the the uh, his daughter, Lisa, what is her name? Yeah. That she he flew her to Colorado yeah. so he could to play could with snow. snow. Yeah, that's so awesome, dude. That'd be cool. Like, oh, you want to see snow? Let's go to Colorado. Pull off on the side of uh, what would it be? Stapleton. <laughs> Little girl running around on the. That's Elvis. And they, uh, that's all they did. They pulled up. She played in the snow and then they flew back. Right. Probably. They didn't even stay. That's kind of a risky play, though. That'd be that'd be. <laughs> awesome just to have your own jet 
Like, where do you guys want to go? It's Saturday night. We don't have much going on. You want to go to Vegas? <laughs> man, dude. Gas up the jet. Can you imagine what it would be like to be in the presence of the king? <sighs> Probably be amazing. I know he's ju- he was just a man, but in in our our grandma was such a big fan like our family like he's like a long lost uncle to us yeah he's like he was part of the family growing up <laughs> he basically was he was like an uncle that that passed away um before his time so the uncle we never got to meet but when i when i grew up my or when i was a little baby boy my mom used to tell me that my dad was elvis <laughs> and i used to watch him on the big blue screen <laughs> hoping that one day he'd pick me up and take me to the movies <laughs> And he never came. <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude! It would crush me if it, I found out he was just like the world's biggest jerk. I'm like, sure. Oh, he, I'm no. sure he became an asshole. Like, Towards I bet. I bet '70s Elvis was asshole Elvis. Well, he was all chubby and pissed yeah. off the world at that point. Yeah, I bet he was asshole Elvis. But he, anybody that ever says that they met him said that he was like the nicest guy like Justin Bieber (laughs) he's Justin Bieber Elvis guys this is my house this is where I live and you guys showing up here is very rude and it's approaching into my personal space Justin Bieber you're a bitch without those girls buying all your albums and going to all your concerts you wouldn't have that bro you know what Fuck fighting. <laughs> I want to fight you. Fuck t- Channing Tatum. Fuck you, Bieber. I'd fight you any day. <laughs> Even if you beat my ass, fuck you. I'd still fight you. And then after I climb my fucking fat ass out of the mud, I'd still fucking fight you. Because you're a fucking bitch, G- Bieber. <laughs> Jeeber. <laughs> fucking Jeeber. <laughs> Why do we keep these lists? We all have a list know, of famous people we'd fight. Like, I would want to fight Conor McGregor just to say I fought Conor oh, McGregor. Dude, McGregor would fuck you up, man. I might get one hit in before I go lights out. He'd probably clip you with the shin or something. <laughs> dude, I was watching this video of Joe Rogan kicking this this oh, dude. this bag. I was like, oh god, it hurt just to watch. Dude, I yeah, could imagine. It's so hard. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't want to fight. I wouldn't Conor fight McGregor. Rogan, dude. No way. No way. McGregor would probably break me in half. If you ever kick. if you ever listen to this podcast, Rogan, I would never fight you, dude. I don't think anybody would. I would curl up in a ball and and like like a little roly poly out in the fucking dirt. They were laughing at him at one of the podcasts because he said his legs are so thick that they rub together on the inside <laughs> and they like chafe. <laughs> and one of, there was a comedian on. He's like, dude, that's fucking just crazy. There's no way. He goes, yeah, dude. There's no room, man. When I walk, you hear my jeans like. <laughs> he goes, I wear out all my jeans. Cause my thighs are so big. It was, God, man. Oh, dude, he's got like the. Imagine chick, being that fit. He's got the chick problem where it wears <laughs> on the thigh. Yeah. <laughs> his legs are so muscly. I hope yeah, he dude. wears uh, what you call it? What's the the underwear? His oh me undies me undies. <laughs> Every time you listen to a Rogan episode. Me undies. They're the most comfortable underwear out there. If you ever get a chance, buy a pair of me undies. Free advertisement. 
There you go, free me undies. Now let's get us on that. I don't have a pair of me undies. I can't afford a pair of me undies. Are they expensive? <laughs> I'm wearing the same boxers with the holes in it <laughs> I from of, high school. I thought of you because somebody posted on Facebook that that dude that's wearing his his boxer yeah. briefs and there's just a string holding on to the, the, the elastic. The elastic, yeah. And I was thinking of you because you say you still wear the same underwear from high school. You should see like my boxer drawer. Like I have the old cotton ones. Where there's like the elastics all got holes and shit in it. I can't help it, dude. Dude. Uh, when it comes to clothes, dude, I can't let go. I can't I, just throw clothes away. I can, away. dude. I'll, I'm a bachelor now. And so like, anytime I need a new pair of underwear, I'll just run to Walmart and buy another pack. Like the. Uh, instead of washing them. I have like a fluctuation of sizes because I either go. I'm either fat as fuck, skinny as fuck. Or, like, uh, maybe there's something wrong with my thyroid. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or I'm, like, right at the middle weight. Yeah. So I have, like, T-shirts that are large, extra large, extra, extra large, and then 3X large. <laughs> and then I have underwear that's, like, small, medium, and large. Job for any season. Yeah. <laughs> so when, when Job's small, he wears small underwear so you can see the bulge. And then... <laughs> When uh, Job's kind of a little chubby, he wears medium, so that way he's comf- he, his bulge fits comfy on each side. Stop it. And then when he's large, he wears large underwear, so that way his balls can tuck under his gut. Ooh. <laughs> Sweaty place. <laughs> it's hot. Like, I, I literally, when our, our, um, our uh, thermal camera that we have for our <laughs> investigating I, on a hot day I just want to like fucking check out my nut sack and see how hot it gets <laughs> <laughs> the, other, the other day I was at work and I was walking with one of the flaggers he's a new flagger and he's like dude it's so hot and I was like yeah he's like I have the worst swamp ass ever. <laughs> I was like, it'll get a lot worse, man. Just wait a couple of hours. Oh, dude, baby. He goes, I've never had this problem. <laughs> baby powder, man. Ugh. When I, I used to always preach as a manager, I would always say, in a hot, sweaty day, dude, extra deodorant and fucking baby powder. Mm-mm. I've never done that. I always had a, a, a stick of deodorant and baby powder on me yeah. for my feet and my asshole. Never done it. What does it do? It just, like... It's, it dries up your ass. It doesn't clump? It, it does. It oh, can. God, that's so gross. I wouldn't do it. And it just becomes dough between your ass. Oh, God, that's what I'm picturing. <laughs> I'd rather not even have that. Oh, God. <laughs> it becomes so pizza gross. dough between your balls. The consistency of Elmer's glue. Yeah. <laughs> grab a bottle of water purchased by WS Barricade's credit card <laughs> and then rinse your ball sack and start over. No, no. <laughs> God, that's gross. <laughs> So glad I'm not a flagger. Any anymore, construction dude. worker out there knows the knows the problem. They know the truth. But like sometimes, dude, I'd have to go rinse my balls off and then just start over with the baby powder. That's so gross. <laughs> that's, that's too much information. Man. <laughs> TMI. TMI. Poof. Like, <sighs> now, like, now that you know the joys of construction work, like, outdoor construction work. Just like I LeBron guess every James. all construction's outdoors in a way. He'd be LeBron James and just grab a handful and just... Poof. It's so gross. <laughs> no, man. I, when I used to flag, it was it was misery. I hated. Nothing's flagging. worth wor- worth 
I can't talk for Nothing shit. Worse. <laughs> Nothing's worse than having to take a shit when you're flagging. Oh, dude, it's worse. Oh, dude. When you're standing out on the road for 15 hours straight mm-hmm. in one spot and you have to take a shit or piss. Dude, our flaggers are so spoiled. Yeah. They always have a brake flagger. Yeah. When we first started and we had to flag because we didn't have enough flaggers, we never had a brake flagger. Yeah. We used to literally stand out in the fucking cold One day, for 13, 14 On hours Riverdale straight. Road, me and another guy were out there for 16 hours. No break. How how oh, we ever man. got, like, uh, never got, like, hypothermia or anything mm-hmm. like that, yeah. dude, beyond me. I told I told the other guy we, we had a, a pack because we were suffering together. I told him, if you need to run to the restroom, run to the restroom, and I'll just, I'll let your side flow, and I'll just hold my side until you're done because... This is like inhumane what they're doing to us. So he would run to the restroom and we just let, and there'd be cars backed all the way up, and I didn't care. And then he'd do the same for me, and I'd run to the restroom and he'd hold his side, and the other side would. But dude, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I've man. had some times where I was just, it was so bad. And then we had a guy from the office who I won't name came out. He's like, I can only give you five minute breaks because I need to make it back to the office. I was like, no. <laughs> You're giving us each a half hour. <laughs> but it was already... We had already been out there for 14 hours. That was when we first started. I fucking hate flagging, dude. Yeah. Honestly, no. with a passion. I would do anything in my power not to flag. It's the worst. I would, I hate it. I, I always tell flaggers, I said, you're either going to make it or you're not. There, there's 50-50. There's no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tough my way out of this. There's there's none of that. There's, um, there's Usually like- the first day you know whether you're going to be able to do this or not. And it's and I tell them this, it's, it's psychological. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I was like, you don't realize how hard it is just to stand in one spot. Yeah. <laughs> what part of, parts of your body starts aching? And then on top of that, you have nothing to do but sit there and think. Dude, for me, for it was eight always to my, fifteen hours. It was always my lower back, like yeah, lower always would always fucking like drop. your sciatic nerve. And then like my um, I guess my like my arches and my feet. Yeah. Because my my legs, I think they like sink in. Mm-hmm. My knees go inward because I'm so heavy. Your knock knock need. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, it would just throb, dude, and I'd have to pace in circles. Yeah. Nick used to fucking... Nick would grab his pole and then, like, drag it between his legs on the asphalt <laughs> just to piss off the people because he, he said it would vibrate his balls. <laughs> and he, used, oh, he would drag it back and forth on the asphalt and ride it like a horse <laughs> just to piss <laughs> off the people. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd sit there he'd be flagging with Nick across and you'd be trying to get his attention giving him the flagger signal and he'd be like <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd flag you and then he'd go back to <laughs> <laughs> that dude's a special kind of crazy man. yeah Nick's crazy <laughs> but uh the psychological thing dude you just sit there and think for eight hours that's the worst thing for me is that my mind just well, run. If I let it, if I let my mind run and I'm not occupying my time with doing something, yeah, it'll just freaking go nuts, dude. I'll be thinking about stuff where I'm like contemplating the meaning of life and what am I doing here and how's how am I gonna die and is my life gonna mean anything? And I'm sitting there before you know, I have tears in my eyes. I'm like, 
I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I just thinking if I got hit by a car, dude. If I let my mind run, yeah, there's no stopping it. It just runs and runs and runs, and there's no place that it will not go. Sometimes I, I think I'm going. Sometimes I feel like I'm like pre-dementia or something because <laughs> I have to tell myself like, no, you're not going to think about that. That's just stupid. That's dumb. That's and I'm sitting there having a conversation with myself, and I'm just like, that's just being a hypochondriac. God, dude, it's it's insane. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be at home now that the kids aren't there, and it's just silent. So I'm, I have to be doing something. Like yesterday, I, I all I wanted to do was sit down on the couch and drink beer and watch movies so i i rented um the jungle cruise or i bought it and i sat down and i it's started watching disney. it huh why would you buy it it's on disney you have to if you don't have disney plus you have to buy it i have disney plus you should have just asked me uh, anyway, it was only 30 bucks i'm not like you I, i'm not stingy with my so my logins <laughs> <laughs> i sat down and i started watching it dude and i just Sitting there looking at my house, I'm like, I need to move this. And is it even that. worth it? Watching? Yeah, it is. It's really good. Is it worth watching? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, to me, it seems like it's a knockoff. Of Dude, she's she's cute. What's her name? I, f- I fell, in, fell in love with her. She's cute, but well, I can't remember her name. I don't, I don't know either. She's really cute, though. In The Rock. I like The Rock. I've been a big Rock fan. That dude's got to be like the hugest movie star ever. He's probably one of the top grossing of all time. He's I probably, think he's, he's worth a half a billion he's dollars. He's probably like the Arnold Schwarzenegger of our time. He's more successful. Is he? I would oh, say. Oh, dude, would you see a movie with Predator with The Rock in it? That'd be awesome. <laughs> Let's see. How much is he worth? Half a billion, I think. No. Yes, dude. He has his own production company. You know that he produces the show Ballers, his production company? It's called like seven dollars production or something like that. Hmm. He just bought the XFL. Did you know that? How much? Well, the I don't know. Like the construction job, dude. You have to do some fucking fucked up shit to. To the worst to is when going. you go, you finally psych yourself up, and you got to go bad enough to the porta john. Yeah, and there's no tissue. Oh. I've lost more socks because oh of my that God, situation. Dude. That, I would not ever. do that, dude. Why, dude? What else are you going to use? Why would you use a sock? What else are you going to... That's the only part of your wardrobe that you can lose other than your underwear. Oh, my God, I'm dude. not going to go free-balling it the rest of the day, dude. I'd rather ha- use my sock. Oh, fuck no, dude. It's a little damp. Oh, your, feet would, <laughs> your feet didn't get sweaty? No. Get blisters because you're fucking walking around with no socks. I got I got blessed with good feet, dude. Ugh. I would never. I if in a hard, Kate, a hard position, I probably would use a sock to wipe my ass. But there's nothing worse than having to shit outside. Yeah, he's worth four hundred million dollars. Jeez, half a billion dollars. What would you even do with four hundred billion dollars? And he keeps or making it. Or four hundred million dollars. That was as that that didn't include the Disney money for doing Jungle Cruise. I'm sure, you got a Brinks truck backed up for that one. Jeez. When he's all said and done, dude, I bet you he's worth at least eight hundred million dollars. Are his? Would he? If he runs for governor, is or his our president is his political value like? Is it worth listening to? Have you heard him? 
I, as far as his politics, I don't know nothing about, but I guess he's a really, really smart person. I guess a lot of people are really impressed with how much he knows and how much, uh, how uh, good a person he is. So, uh, I would give it a shot. Why not? We given everything else in this country a shot. Yeah, I would give him a shot. I'd vote for him. Would it be Dwayne Johnson on the ballot? Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock. Everybody would be out there chanting, If you smell... Dude, that would be awesome. Can you imagine being Putin? A little short Putin? And the big... 6'5", <laughs> all 6'5", of the Rock comes walking in to shake your hand. <laughs> Putin's ready to get fr- freaking rock-bottomed at any chance. Would the Rock need point? a security team? No. He well, would he would it. have the Secret Service, but... <laughs> Would he need one? Might be the only president to ever to get shot and catch, <laughs> beat the shit out of the guy who shot him. <laughs> you shot the rock in the rock's chest. Dude, that guy is... I follow him on Instagram and some of the workouts he does is just freaking insane. Yeah. He's sitting there doing those dips where you, you use your body weight and he has like three massive chains around his neck like the chains they use for for uh, anchors he's like a psycho dude Dude, i struggle dragging the trash to the fucking curb <laughs> throwing, throwing a little bitch fit because we have to drag the trash yeah to the he's curb. over there doing dips and, and pull-ups with big ass things of chain around it the man. fucking trash can twist and your wrist <laughs> gets all locked up in the fucking trash can and you're ow, like ow, fucking ow. bitch god damn it <laughs> That guy is, I don't know, dude. He's insanely huge. I can only imagine how, that would, you would probably be limited with the things you could do, though, being that big. Yeah. Think he could wipe his ass? No. I don't think so. Probably has a bidet. He's probably got a bidet. It's probably in his rider. But, the, dude, the bidet, a bidet is not a bad thing. <laughs> no, dude. It keeps your butt fresh. No, you put them in, and I've never used it once. Dude, never even thought about give it. Give it a shot. No. Man. Give it a shot. Ugh. There's nothing like cl- having a clean butthole. Stop it. Mine is clean. <laughs> it's just not clean by a bidet. It's not, it's not extra clean, though. Yours was out of necessity, though, because during the pandemic, you yeah. couldn't get any tissue. Yeah. I just got comfortable with it. So now when you go shit other places, are you like... Oh, yeah. It's kind of a letdown. You go Like when I was station. working and I had to go shit at a gas station. <laughs> and I was just like playing all wiping ass. It was like, fuck, my ass is dirty. Ah, uh, I got it on my finger. Gross. <laughs> 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 the worst is when you bust through the tissue. <laughs> like, There's oh. like when you fucking like when you use the bidet, dude, it's like... I don't, at first, it was weird. Dude, these are like first world problems. Yeah. You do realize. <laughs> it is. It really is. And bidet I'm, versus I'm, toilet paper. Like, I, like, I'm all bitching that I had to shit in a toilet and shit in fucking <laughs> oh, bidet. Like, I'm fucking spoiled as fuck. Dude, we're, the, when, you, when you stop and think about our problems compared to the first Can you world imagine? World? Like, okay, I'm like, I literally have probably like a hundred bucks in my bank account, if that. Uh, and I'm bitching world first world problems. Can you imagine what it'd be like to shit in a, when you have four million dollars or four hundred million dollars? Yeah, you could take. You probably have like a, a device that when you shit it just evaporates. 
<laughs> like lasers. <laughs> <laughs> or like Kim, Kim Jong-un, when he met with uh, Trump, uh-huh. they said that his he brings his own toilet with him everywhere he goes. And he has guys specifically tasked with getting rid of his waste. He doesn't use a normal bathroom. He brings his own bathroom with him. When he came on the train? Yeah. That was like one of the things that everybody was shocked with. How the fuck would you do that? It's like a, I guess like a Porta John thing that he just brings with him everywhere, like one on wheels. Like a king trailer? Yeah, pretty much. And that everywhere he goes, that there's people in his entourage that are specifically tasked with getting rid of his waste. Hmm. Probably because he tells the people in North Korea that he doesn't shit. <laughs> and they probably believe him because they're so scared of him. Can you imagine living in a communist society? Mm. We'd, have been, we'd have been dead years ago. Yeah. I would have never made it past 16. Salute the leader. I'd be like, fuck the leader. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> the hell with the man, man. Dude, I, I don't know. Like... I, I really am spoiled. Can you imagine? Answer. Let's think about this. We should make this a TV show. Take all the Karens in the world and put them together on an island. Oh, and see dude, what they let do. Them, let them fucking kill each <laughs> see other. See what they do to each other. ABC. Can Karen you imagine? Island. There'd be like 500 beauty salons to do that same that stupid, stupid Karen bitch haircut. That like is on a. The, those YouTube videos where she's like in, leaning in the window I see you and I know this and you're just did you see the one eyes. where the, the chick took that guy's package no the Amazon dropped off a package and she ran across the street she was walking her dog and she took it and he's like that's my package she goes there's people in here all it, all hours of the night in and out of here there's different cars I know something's going on and I'm going to go through this He's like, that's against the federal law. You can't do that. And she's like, no, I'm going to open it. And he grabbed it out of her arm, and she fell on the ground. She's like, ah. Oh, ah, yeah, I think ah. I did see that. I did. She's see like, that. he broke my arm. She just, like, collapsed. I seen one where um, this one chick, like, they were walking their dog without a leash. Uh-huh. And she tried to run across the street. And call the dog. Come here, doggy, so that the dog would get hit. <laughs> because the dog didn't over. fucking have a leash. That was in New York, wasn't that it? That should be attempted murder, don't you think? Like, if you're intending to kill somebody. Well, yeah, like they that, sent Michael Vick to jail for yeah. fighting dogs. I don't see why that's any different. How is that, any, that should be attempted murder. Anim, animal abuse? If you're going to be a piece of shit and call a dog. You, and oh God knows, God. everybody knows that I'm not an animal person. Even though I secretly am an animal person because I go, dude dumb shit like buy goats and fucking tur- <laughs> save turtles off the highway what is wrong with people dude? and fucking what else did i have we could call it karen island dude it would be it end up in nuclear war dude it's so fucking stupid we should do it they would be killing each other over parking spots. probably handing some some guy a billion yeah. dollar idea if you fucking if we sh- if it shows up karen island on TV. Wouldn't you watch it, though? We're copywriting it. I would watch What's it. What's today? July 31st, Saturday, 9.32 p.m. Karen Island. Karen They'll Island's change the name. Idea. They'll change the name. The so. thought the thought process is ours. Karen Island. Dude, that would be awesome. I'd watch every episode. 
We could do it. Watch we're the produ- Karens try to out Karen <laughs> each other. We're a production company. She went to the restroom and didn't wash her hands. Like that's not everything. Can you imagine the gossip in that? Like I would go I would try to like drop crazy gossip just to see what would just happen. to test it. Like Karen that lives in number twenty one. She does this. Did you see me lay down the And then like an hour later go to the the Karen and Karen twenty one. Did you hear anything about it? Yeah, I heard it like fifteen minutes ago. They said that I was doing this, this and that. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Karen Island. I dude, I don't know. They would kill each other. What what's the other the male version, Kyle's? I don't know. Karen and Kyle? Somebody was trying to coin it. Is it Kyle? I think so. That's you, Kyle. Goddamn Kyle. We know a Kyle. God damn it, Kyle. Come on, Kyle. <laughs> Our Kyle is like a slick salesman, though. Nah. He's not like a the the tattle type. He's like he's like the we're talking the about salesman. you, Kyle. He's like the salesman that shows up to your doorstep wearing a a white like sleeveless fucking t-shirt yeah like a russian russian mob no like so a check this up. out rubbing his hands together he wears a button up with khakis <laughs> and like nikes with a brown tie and i know you listen kyle because the after our first episode he came up to me and he was like dude the hell's wrong with you and i was like what what are you talking about like he's like who could hate back to the future you're you're un-american <laughs> Shut up, Kylovich. <laughs> Even the Russians like back. He was so hurt at me, dude. He looked like he had tears in his eyes, like the Indian that was crying when they, <laughs> when they. Did you know that guy wasn't even an Indian? He wasn't even Native American. He was Sicilian. He's really? A, he's a. He's Italian. See. False. It's only, it's only the only kind of crap that I that I. Full of is just stupid knowledge. The government like gives us false hope. Yeah, the Indian crying when they... That was way before our... We weren't even thought of at that, <laughs> that point. What was it, in the early 70s? I'm getting old. Your dad and my dad were still running around in the middle of nowhere. 9.30 and I'm yawning. Stop it. I don't even do anything. Okay, so all this... We got way off topic. Is there, <laughs> Have you seen any paranormal videos or anything lately that you've... That have gotten your attention? Not really, dude. I mean, I I fell asleep watching Paranormal Caught on Tape and I had nightmares um, all fucking night. What about here at the house? Nothing. Dude, I swear to God that like every time I watch something like that and I fall asleep, my brain goes into another dimension mm-hmm. and like, or I go into a spiritual realm mm-hmm. and it opens because... Like you know how we we were talking about like when you when you say you're watching Ghost Adventures and they're playing with the Ouija board but you're watching it from home yeah. does that open the portal for you while you're sitting at home? And I I don't think it does but you guys do. But it, it kind of like that perception. Yeah. Like they're they're basically it would be basically like me say a paranormal team goes and investigates and I'm sleeping in in the room that they're investigating. Yeah. You know what I mean? All that energy, all that perception, all that stuff is going on, yeah. but I'm sleeping. Would I be more susceptible to that energy around me? Your or, guards down? Yeah. 
do you think that's possible or do you think it's just me having nightmares because I can hear what's going on in the background while I'm sleeping yeah your subconscious your unconscious mind you're hearing it and it's causing your mind to uh, try to make sense of it I'll fall asleep to Big Bang Theory and then I'll dream about Big Bang Theory and then the more I watch Big Bang Theory, the more I kind of hate Penny's face. <laughs> well, no, because you're say what you're saying. Like when I was when I first moved out on my own, and I didn't have cable, I didn't have anything. The only DVD that I would watch because it would replay all night long <laughs> was uh, Boys in the Hood <laughs> because it would restart and it would play. Yeah, uh, stupid uh, old school wood, and it would it would go to the menu and. <laughs> so I'd listen to that all night. But I, I subconscious, I've watched Boys in the Hood about a billion times in my sleep. Mm-hmm. But that didn't make me want to go out there and become a gangster. <laughs> and I didn't dream about gangsters. Yeah. It was just background noise. I but, needed something on in the background. So, like, when it comes to the paranormal side, like, but it never fails. Anytime I fall asleep to any type of paranormal ghost adventures... <laughs> I fall asleep to uh, portals to hell. Well, you guys are more... Uh, you and your brother are more light sleepers than I am. You dream vi- more vivid than I do. So maybe I did have those gangster dreams. I just didn't know. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it. What's up, Kai? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but well, um, but every time I do that, dude, I forgot what I was, my point was, but... I, I fall asleep and then I, I end up having like crazy ass fucking nightmares. What I'm the more I do paranormal and the more I research it, the more I'm developing this theory. And I don't want to uncork it now because there's a lot of flaws in it. But I think I'm starting to get the impression the more I do it that it's not so much paranormal. It's just that in certain places. The veil between this dimension and the next is so thin that you could actually access stuff on the other side. I'm starting to think that it's more interdimensional beings that we're communicating with. Than but when we die, do we become interdimensional? That that's part of my theory, and I don't want to. I'm still. I don't want to ruin it by. But I think time has a lot to do with it. Well, time is linear. Time is straight. Not according to some to some You can only go forward, not back. According to some unless you're going back. According to the hologram theory to the the holographic universe, it's all (laughs) running at the same time. You know what, dude? I'm a I'm next next podcast I'm putting Back to the Future's theme song on here. Oh god. So every time it's gonna be It's gonna gonna be a (laughs) mediocre podcast. (laughs) Mediocre. Shame on you. Shame. Dude, I'm just not a fan of 80s movies, man. It's not an 80s movie. Yes, it is. It's a quintessential 80s movie. It's a biblical essential movie. Everything about Back to the Future. I'd rather watch The Time Traveler. What's it? Uh, I was waiting for you to say Schindler's List. (laughs) That movie's sad. It's sad, I and, I, and I hate. I hate. This was a bad dad. Mo- this was a very bad dad moment. I had the boys, and they were in the room playing. So I had never seen it. It was on Netflix, and I've always wanted to watch it. So I started watching it, and I didn't realize the boys throughout the night had made their way into the room. 
Yeah. And that part where the dude's sleeping with the lady, and she's all she has her top off, and the boys were sitting in the room, and I looked over, and they were like clever covering their <laughs> eyes, but half covering their eyes. Man, that was such a bad dad moment. Yeah. And I should have known that something like that was good. I'd never seen the movie, so I didn't know. See it was those cheese boys. <laughs> Should have been like Chancho and Nacho covering the TV when they're ripping Nacho's mask off. <laughs> but I, dude, speaking of parenting, bad, that was a bad, bad dad parenting. Moment. Dude, I've had a dude. couple where I was just so ashamed. Like, damn it. We w- we took our kids to go see Joker, thinking that it was just going to be Joker. Oh god, yeah, oh, dude, With that psycho dude that was yeah. sitting behind us. Yeah, dude. So then that guy, we Ooh, took our kids to go see Joker. Scared me. And the guy and everybody i'm sure assuming that they've seen it by now where joaquin phoenix smothers his mom this dude was laughing he's sitting there laughing and then like the kids are like but i mind mind you that my kids are between the ages of 10 (laughs) five they're all five five kids between the ages of 10 and three and this is a bad parenting moment and then as soon as that fucking happened dude like me and Miss Sorry looked at each other and we were like, "Fuck!" <laughs> well, nobody knew that it was going to be the st- in the no. st- that style, dude. Yeah. I remember leaving the theater like, "Damn, yeah, dude!" <laughs> like I they, was really, they like, really dived in deep on that one. I was man. just like, "Fuck, dude!" Bad parenting moment. That dude that was and sitting then, behind us, dude, ruined the movie though. Yeah, he but he scared the crap out of me. And he was then, like a psycho. And then when we like sent the kids to the the other parents. Guess what happened when we fucking when <laughs> that they brought it up next fucking visit? Yeah. So I hear you guys went to go see Joker. We made a mistake. <laughs> I I get it. It was a bad parenting choice. I didn't know he was gonna suffocate his fucking mom <laughs> in the fucking hospital. I didn't fucking know that. Okay. That was over the top, man. Joker is psycho, but I didn't think that he was going to fucking kill his own mom in the goddamn hospital and then sit there and tweak out in his fucking apartment. Or when he shoots that dude and the the little short dude's trying to yeah. open the door <laughs> and he's got blood splattered all over his face and that guy behind us is pretty much rolling on the floor laughing. Like, hysterically laughing. And I'm like... I wonder if he was doing it on purpose. I wanted to turn around and tell him to shut up, but I, somebody that's that sick, yeah, probably freaking slipped my throat. I think Joker even got the Joker really up. brings out the bad in people. There are some people that I run into that are just they scare the shit out of me. Yeah, they're just you could tell they're on edge, and all they're waiting for is that Karen to walk up. <laughs> Done. Anything. They don't even care, dude. It's. I I people like that they they we've worked with a couple that were working for us yeah that I was in charge of like I was their boss for the day I wouldn't even talk to them man I would just be like hey yeah do whatever you want man I'm good you want to take a, <laughs> a three hour break go ahead bro it's all good with me I that movie I don't know that was probably like my number one I've had a couple well more we've seen it the the. Nobody had came out and told anybody what it was. Did we seen it opening night? Yeah. So we didn't know. It was actually the premiere night, so it was Thursday night going into a Friday. So nobody had seen the movie. So nobody warned us, like, hey, this movie's kind of darker. Then we heard that it was darker, but we didn't. That that thing was like. 
Like, we didn't even, like... I thought it was going to be like Batman Begins, like, more realistic. Yeah. But this thing was, like... They took it over the top with the realistic. This was, like, theatrical, psychological, like... It wasn't even Joker, no. to be honest. It was Joaquin Phoenix and face paint acting like a Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> That dude, that dude by himself is a trip, dude. Have you ever seen any interviews with him? Yeah, he's out there, man. I like him though as an actor. Yeah, he's a great actor. He did great as Johnny Cash. I like him as um, I like him in Signs. You know, I who, think that's one of my favorite movies. You know, who else is out there is uh, Shia LaBeouf. I've heard he's out there. He's out there, man. He's like he tattooed his whole chest and shit. But that makes great actors. And then like out there people. What was what was the one for uh, Fury, the movie Fury? Yeah. They said that he literally didn't shower for four months. Yeah, and that and there's another movie he was in with Tom Hardy, and he drank moonshine all day every day, so he was drunk. Like his character was always drunk, so he drank moonshine from sunup to sundown every day. During the movie, moonshine's hard. It's next level shit. Oh, and, and, and they said it wasn't the, like this nice moonshine. He actually w- had somebody go by from moonshiners, so he would be more realistic in the movie. I forget the name of the movie. It's like an old. It's like a moonshiner movie. I think they are moonshiners in that. How movie. would you not get super shit uh-huh. fucked? They said that the the girl who played like his love interest or whatever wanted to leave the movie set because he scared her, because he was that jacked up every day. That's like dedication to your craft, man. That's like next level stuff. But every movie I've ever seen him in, he's he's a great act, good actor. He's a little over the top in Transformers, but he was just a kid. Can you imagine being the head of that franchise and getting kicked off? Like you're the star of Transformers. You make it two what two movies? And Three. then they, they get so sick of you they kick you off. Three or four. They're they they had just been done with him. They couldn't handle him anymore and they, they got that would suck, dude. Can you imagine how much money he's missed out on? I don't know, dude. He Can you imagine not showering for four months? No. We went camping. And I thought I was gonna die because I <laughs> We didn't know if we were going to shower. Thank God your aunt let us use the shower, the bathroom in the shower. I hate that. That's one thing I hate more than anything. Sometimes I get up late for work, and I always shower before work. But if I'm that late, I can't shower. I just got to go, and I feel like ass all day long, dude. I hate it. There's there's sometimes where I'll go set it up, and I'll come back and take a shower. I have to, dude, shower. I've gotten to the point where... I'll just shower anyway. I don't even care because I don't want to feel that that way all day. It, it, it's just it sets a bad tone for the day. Ugly feeling, dude, yeah. because you're distracted. And in our job, you can't be distracted. Mm-mm. If you're distracted, you're gonna get run over, or you're gonna cause somebody else to get harmed. Like I, I became almost ritual ritualistic. I can't even say it ritualistic. Yeah. Um, ritualistic be, with my the way I I would operate because I would have to be up by 5 o'clock if not 4.30 get up shower take a shit and then like or I would shit and then shower which my ass was extra clean how much time do you think that your life that you've gained 
in life because you have a de- bidet. You don't have to sit there for a half hour wiping. Oh, dude, I love to shit. <laughs> it's like the best That's thing. That's not in- what I'm asking. I'm asking how much time do you think you I've save? actually lost life because I like to shit. <laughs> What's well, because you're a dad full of a house full of kids, dude? That's the only silence I, you could ever. I literally, get. when I go take a shit, I literally have my phone and I'll TikTok or play Star Trek. Or then when your ass gets numb, you know it's time to play get Lord up. of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, I'll walk out of the bathroom and my legs are all dead, and I'm like, "Fuck, dude! Oh God!" And those when, just, when I when I was married and I had all the kids, that was my like escape was taking a shower and using the restroom. Yeah, that's the only time you get to fuck. But even then, away. your kids are putting their fingers under the door. <laughs> dad, dad, and then talking under the door, and then your wife's beating on the door. Nah, nah, nah. Are you pooping? Well, yeah. What do you do? Do you need a towel? <laughs> I'm so, dude. There's sometimes I don't need a fucking towel. I I miss being married. Just I miss the knowing somebody's gonna be there no no matter what. I miss that side of things, but everything else. Psh, good, for man. For Junior. Good, good, man. I'm good. I I hate not having my kids here, though. That's the one thing that yeah. I miss about. That's the hard part is having my kids, but they need each other, and I needed to step out of the way and let them be together. So, I think I'm doing the right thing. Uh, it's never too late to come back. I have the purest intentions. When it comes to my kids, dude, I try to get my ego out of the way, and I mm. try to be the purest, have the purest intentions. Because I think your kids can see straight. They can see right through. They know who you are. They're half you. Yeah. They know everything about you. So I hope I'm, ma- I'm making the right decisions, man. I hope I'm not ma- this isn't a bad dad move. Mm-mm. But that being said, like, Getting back to, like, paranormal stuff. Like, look how... Well, look real quick. Look how quick, like... uh, John and I grew up separate. Being twins, we grew up separate majority of our life. Yeah. And, like... I think it was a lot harder on us than it was... Because we we badly want it to be different from each other. Yeah. Instead of being the same. Well, you guys definitely are. You were quintessential twins. You were two opposite people. Yeah. Completely. Like, if you guys weren't brothers, you'd probably hate each other. Yeah. Probably. You have a lot of the same likes, but a lot... You guys are just completely different people. But my two oldest sons are... They're Irish... Almost Irish twins. Let, let me let me, let me me straighten that out. John would probably hate me. <laughs> Let's throw John on the bus. <laughs> He's not here. <laughs> Will's are going to roll right over the top of you. John, John would hate me more than I would hate him. That's weird, dude. That, when you, that's the kind of shit that I would think about if, when I was flagging, like yeah. stupid shit like that, like the complexities of my relationship with my brother, even though I'm 13 <laughs> years old, old, older than him. Like that, that kind of stuff, dude. It would, I can't have silence. Yeah. You know that show Alone, where they drop those people in the middle of nowhere and they make them survive out in like British Columbia. Yeah. Have you ever watch that show? They're, they're, that's one of the things they say that causes them to quit is the psychological aspect of having to face down your decisions in life and think about them. And how much of your life do you think is... How much of the stuff you do in your life do you think is just to distract you from thinking about your decisions? 
This is a psychological podcast. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm always in my head. I'm I try always thinking. I try to stay out of my head, man. It's a bad place. Like, you, that's that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. Joe thinks. You know, like, yeah. I mean, when it all started when with just writing a couple pages after a breakup. You know what I mean? Writing a couple pages for a book. Yeah. And then going from a book or a chapter to a couple chapters. Well, I remember when you were writing the book, you would hand me or we'd be all drunk at Eric's and you'd hand me your computer like, dude, read this. And I, I've read your book bits and pieces. I've never read like the finished copy, but I've read your book. I was like one of your proofreaders. I'd go through and read it and like, hey, dude, that's really good. And I remember sitting on the on the wall at Eric's and reading like you had like your first three chapters and reading through them and trying to squint and like not be so drunk that I can comprehend <laughs> what I'm reading. But I remember that. And at that time you were in your life everything was in flux. Yeah. Everything was you had your your issue with your back, you had a ton of different things that you were going through. And I remember at that time we weren't very, we were close before that, but then we kind of strayed and then we were starting to get close again. And to think that you at that time had it in your head that this was going to be a book, but the book was going to be something, the name was going to be something bigger. Yeah. And I had no idea until that night we had a we had a big argument me you and John when we first started, and we, I think you were being an ass or something. And me and John were like, "Why are you being such a jerk?" <laughs> and you're like, and you laid it out for us. Like I'm not just wanting to be, I'm not wanting this to be Dead October Paranormal. I want to be something more than that. And it was that night that I realized, oh shit, he's got this all planned out. Like he's, I always seen you as my little cousin because I'm older than you and then that night I think my my thought process and the way I view you or view view your brother because that that was at a time where I was my life was in flux you had your life had settled down you had met Miss Sari you you had what you have now you were you were and my life was completely up in the air and in flux and when you when you explained what Dead October what you wanted it to be, it was like I don't know, it was eye opening. It was it was it was. I remember sitting there thinking like, wow, that's big. I don't ever think that big. Like when I was in the band, I used to think big, but I just wanted our band to be. I never thought I wanted Vanadium to be this, that, and the other. I was just trying to get Vanadium going. Yeah. And it's it's crazy, like. How you thought about something, you did something, and now we're the now we're here. So I guess it is a good thing to not stay out of your head, dude. But, I'm so lost in my head most of the time. <laughs> yeah, but it it all started with the book, and then paranormal, and then photography. Now we own our own company where we're Dead October Productions. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, because. I'm like single now and I'm start talking to people eventually whenever I get my crap together but when somebody asks me what do you do I'm gonna be like oh I do traffic control and I own my own business like I can actually say that like I, I'm a part of we're, we own our own business we're living the we're American entrepreneurs 
entrepreneurs. <laughs> it's just crazy because I, in a way, I was like that in a band, but it was easy it, to just say, oh, I'm in a band. Like, it, it hasn't been easy, dude. No. Hell no. Half of doing, half of doing what we're doing is, is seriously managing egos and personalities of the different people involved in what we're doing. That's a big part of it. Oh, John Paul just texted me. What? Jean Paul. <laughs> Who's that? He's the real estate agent in San Francisco. Oh, okay. Or no, he he's the photographer in San Francisco. He said that our he just complimented our YouTube channel. He said it's very entertaining. Nice. We're getting a fan. One fan at a time, man. And what we're doing, we're trying it's a movement. I really I I started viewing after you told me about all that and we were sitting in the room, I started viewing Dead October as more of a movement, more of a production company more than than just one facet of life instead of just paranormal. And I think our podcast reflects that we we call it dead time and we're under the umbrella of paranormal, but we talk about everything. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking about goddamn Dubays. Is that how you say Dubay? But day. Dubay. A Dubay is what? Uh, I think you mean Dubai. <laughs> no, Dubay is, a, I think it's like a cabinet. Uh, bidets. Like, we talk about everything. So if you're listening to us and you're along for the ride, we try to be as entertaining as possible. <laughs> without being too grotesque. <laughs> we get there, though. Yeah, we, we get do. there. Um, we do, I, dude. It's hard to be non-grotesque. <laughs> well, dude, we were born and bred for it because we're in construction, dude. Some of the biggest characters I've ever met in my life was on a job site. Mr. Mike McConnell. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Lang and David Lang. <laughs> like I always say, that man taught me how to cuss. He, that man cusses so well, he cusses and curses. <laughs> He cusses and curses. He cusses, <laughs> dude. He uses words that are not cuss words as cuss words. It's that that guy's something else, man. We should have him on the podcast one time. Yeah, we he should. He would never, never let go and not be himself, though. He'd always be kind of uptight. <laughs> <laughs> when you got that guy going, though, man. We should give him a call. Well, I think he would love to talk about the the Wyoming because his his dad was a big part of that prison for a long time. <laughs> and if you don't know who we're talking about, if you watch the Wyoming episode, he's the guy that's giving the interview in the beginning of it. That's Mister Lang. He was uh, we met him through work. He was uh, mine and Eric's boss for a long time, and um, now he works at the company we all work for. So, shout out to Mister Lang. <laughs> Mr. David Lang. He has some crazy ghost I stories. I love that dude. He he could tell you some that ghost stories awesome. that are He's he's one of those guys that you would love to just sit there and meet at a bar and just have drinks and just yeah. talk for hours. And it would never be boring. He would be a good podcast. <laughs> yeah. I got to have a great podcast. We should get him on the podcast. We could ask him. We can we could do a Wyoming episode. Yeah. And have him on the podcast. And go over all the crazy stuff that happens up in Wyoming. Yeah. 
Speaking of Wyoming, I didn't realize that Cheyenne Frontier Days or not Cheyenne. Dude, it passed. Yeah, I wanted to go. I didn't even think about it. Wanted to go. Eric Church was there. Seen all the the TikTok videos of all the the concerts. I was like, damn it, I wanted to go. <laughs> yeah, dude. I would like to go see Eric Church. That'd be a good one. Great one. But um yeah, it's just I think we the podcast is more just talking about life. Then we throw in some crazy conspiracy theory and we have a I'm really excited about this new season too because I think it's going to push us in a direction that we we've been heading but we've never got to the direction we're going. And I think all uh all signs point to this being a very successful Dude, I, th- I think it's going to be one of our most successful. And I think it's going to be next level for us. I think we finally reached that that next level where you could focus on what you're doing 100%. Yeah. You don't have to focus on this, that, and the other. You could just focus on... And I think that's going to take us to the next level. I think our episode should be done by probably by the end of this week. Yeah, it usually takes a full week. A full week to get the whole episode done. But we were just talking about how we were going to premiere it, and we we got a couple ideas that we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna try to do. That's gonna be fun. Oh, I've been meaning to tell you. I ran into one of our flaggers. I was talking to her, and she's like, "Oh, how's Job doing?" I was like, "Oh, he's doing good. He's actually downtown shooting a some drone footage for a photo shoot we're doing for something downtown and a real estate and." She's like, oh, cool. She goes, I thought he was making a movie. Like, what are you talking about? And she goes, yeah, the such and such told me that that he uh, he's making a movie about his book. She goes, he's a writer. I was like, yeah, he's written a couple books. She's like, so are you guys? Is, are you a part of the the group? I said, yeah, we do uh, ghost hunting, and then we do uh, photography. We're starting to do photography, and uh, we do our podcast. And she's like, how's the movie going? And I was like, we're not making a movie. Who told you we're making a movie? <laughs> I think I, I was thinking about it. I was like, shit, we really could make a movie. People, we have all the equipment to make a movie. What happens is is that the, the people, they they look, they find my book on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, or um, like... A shameless uh, plug. Yeah. <laughs> like, so uh, go ahead and check out Dead October um, at any retail store Barnes and Nobles um, Amazon you could get it at Author House you could get it at at any 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 other cheap too it's not very expensive yeah it's like eight bucks don't be fucking cheap go fucking buy it it's a good read one of the best reads of our century it's classic I bought it on Amazon it's the greatest fucking book ever (laughs) (laughs) it's the greatest fucking book ever fucking buy the fucking thing read it do it do it do it (laughs) <laughs> but uh, people, they always hit me up all the time. Oh, your your book is so great. We want to make a fucking movie out of it. But we want to charge you $3,600 fucking dollars for the fucking movie. You know what? Take your $3,600 fucking dollars and fuck you. You know? Give it to a give it to the tent city, man. Yeah. Fuck you. We could make the... We just... I would... No, I would probably, if Dead October became a... I, if Dead October became a movie, I'd put Channing Tatum in it just oh, so he'd God. fucking die. Stop it. 
I was I was thinking so you're gonna say something really profound, really important about the book, and you're like, no, you know, you'd cast Channing. Tatum. I'd star, I'd star Channing Tatum as one of the fucking dudes who dies. Well, he hasn't been in anything good lately, so no, maybe, fuck no. maybe we can't. I wouldn't do even it. waste my time casting Channing Tatum. You know who I'd put in it? Ooh, we'd have to. T- would we be in it in some capacity? I'd take. Would you take acting classes, or would you just? I don't it? need acting classes. I'm a good you think actor. You could. I don't know, man. I think you need. You would need some kind of. We should lessons. do our next podcast. We should do. Um, we should do a scene. We'll just read lines. I told you that before. <laughs> we could call it act like they used to do on the acting. Fan. acting. <laughs> I think that would be dope, dude. What movie? Um, Casino <sighs> Or maybe a movie with Christopher Watkins No <laughs> You could do Arnold Or we could do Training Day You could do Expendables <laughs> when Arnold and uh, yeah. and Stallone So you and John could do it And I could do Jason Statham Or we could do uh, What would be a good one? Step Brothers <laughs> Comedy Yeah <laughs> Don't you put your balls on my drum set. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody touches my drum set. That'd be kind of fun to just go out and do it. Yeah. Because I know that cops doesn't stop till after... What did he say? 4.30 or 6.30? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. (laughs) We could do the little thing. Don't you have one of those? Those uh, things that you write the scene? What number? Yeah, I'm, it I'm sure the kids have it somewhere around here. We can do Zach and Mary make a porno. Oh God! <laughs> I've seen that movie once, and that was enough, dude. <laughs> Such a bad movie. Yeah, it is a pretty bad movie. It's funny, like the the movie. Don't talk the, about it. The part where Jake Long, oh. Jake Long and Superman are gay. <laughs> with each other and he, he's all talking about granny panties how's that when he talks dude. all deep <laughs> oh my god are you granny panties dude I, <laughs> I fucking love Jake Long dude he's such a at I, the at the reunion yeah <laughs> I forgot about that <laughs> oh my god bitch <laughs> I'm sitting here with the superstar <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's all the time that we have. Um, hopefully, this is our last podcast without Jonathan. But hopefully, he's sick. sick. Just remember, guys. Send John a. <laughs> oh God, that like blew my ear, John. <laughs> You're gonna have to edit that one. <laughs> it just came out of nowhere. I got it. Gotta pee. Hurry up. So just remember, anytime that you're in construction, wear baby powder. An extra deodorant so your balls don't fucking dry or sweat sweat off your body. Jeez. No. Which one's worse? Would you rather them dry out or sweat out? If they dried, then they'd start sweating and they'd be all cracked. No. Yeah. That would be bad. Chafing. Ugh. Cracking like dead skin. Ugh. Dead skin balls. I gotta pee. <laughs> but what if you, what if you like... Would would that mean your taint? Stop it! You're, now you're getting gross. Now you're, you're gonna lose it in the your, last five five your, seconds. Your balls and taint. Okay, stop. Not the must. The must. 
<laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining Dead October Paranormal. Stay paranormal. And keep your taint dry. Oh, God. <laughs> Tear down. Have you ever seen something something that defies explanation? You you are not alone. It is in our dogmatic convention to document the supernatural. Our team, Joe Martinez, Jonathan Martinez, and Vincent Brunel, will push the limits of technology and science. We may not have all the answers, but they are out there.